Hey, Brazilian Dragon Squad. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast, but you don't know where to look? Anchor is your solution. It's really easy to use, and it's also free, so it's the best of both worlds. You can record the podcast using Anchor's creation tools, or you can upload your audio when you have it all recorded elsewhere, and Anchor will do all the distribution for you. It's really easy, it's really simple, and best of all, it's free. Create your podcast today on anchor.fm. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Brazilian Dragon Podcast. Today, we're talking about the ultimate Christmas present, the Disney Channel original movie. And first things first, let me introduce myself. Here's the person who would never try to change the weather for a five-page essay. Uh, He would try to come up with another excuse. Uh, It is Felipe. I don't even know if that worked. But I'm not alone. I am joined by the hilarious, the wonderful... Cotton candy and chocolate connoisseur, Mark O'Callaghan. Mark, how are you doing today? I'm do- I'm very good, and honestly, I would try to change the weather to get out of a paper. You would? Oh, yeah. Don't tell that to your boss. Oh, I'm, in school, in school. In school. And yeah. then I learned and grew. Growth, just like Allie had in this movie. Yes. Yes. Uh, first things first. How are you? And introduce yourselves to the listeners, because uh, this is your debut. I know, not even Brazilian Dragon, just podcast. I'm so oh. honored, Felipe. I'm so excited. I'm Mark. I'm a freelance writer for uh, King Gamer, and I met you in the uh, post show Discord. Yes, recaps. And uh, Mark is an icon. He's hilarious, and. Uh, occasionally really funny usually just moderately funny no i'm kidding you always hype me up i'm like oh i gotta be funny yeah (laughs) yeah i mean you are funny so own that but yeah not 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 the pressure on the podcast that's that's probably not fair but you always have me rolling in the discord everyone always says like oh you're funny and i'm like i mean yeah and they're like tell me a joke i'm like uh yeah that's the worst like I had to bring material. Yeah. Like, like what did the general grape say to his uh, army divide and conquered? I don't know. Yeah. See, I I feel like it will naturally come out your humor as opposed to like planned material that no one can ask for. That's just disrespectful (laughs) and kind of offensive, honestly, for them to expect you to uh, bring humor on the regular. Well, this movie has plenty of material. Let's be honest. Yep. Uh, this movie. Well, so why this movie? Why did you want to watch this movie? And like, what's your backstory with this movie? So this movie, even though it's from 2000, 2001, during my childhood, because it's Christmas, it would always keep on playing. And I'm like, oh, wait a second. That's Brenda Song. Wait, that's the guy who played Patrick Starr. And I'm like, hey, isn't that that one girl who was uh, in a show of Cordon Blue? It was like Flight 29 something down. Flight 29. I'm going to Google this. Flight 29 down? Yes. I have never heard of this show, but yes, it's her. It is It's a, It is Haley Hirsch. 
Who was Allie? Icon. Yes. What has she been up to? Honestly, that's what I want to know. She just dropped the mic and just left. When you're in a show with Cordon Blue. She is they she owns a donut shop called Whole Donuts that specializes in donuts using local flavors and ingredients in North Carolina. Shop small business. Yes. Go send Rob to go. To, to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so yeah, this movie, I feel like it came on the Disney Channel. I, I feel like I'd seen the ending. I don't think I had ever seen the movie in full. Um, but I, it was definitely an interesting movie. Like, felt very late 90s, uh, for sure. Um, with all the references as well, with, with the Backstreet Boy references and Friends, which um, I did laugh a little bit at the, all the friends are stuck in their studio. Um uh, during the snowstorm. I want a movie based on that. Yeah. Another bottle episode. Maybe Jessica Sterling can direct. Right and direct. <laughs> um, yeah. So were you a big Disney Channel original movie kid? Oh, yeah. Halloween Town. I loved it. I feel like I stopped. High School Musical 2 was just my peak. That That is not the first time I've heard that. Uh, the great Maddie G said that he is the reason for the Gen Z millennial divide because after High School Musical 2 ended, he turned off the TV and never watched an episode of Phineas and Ferb, which came on right after. So like that, he defines that as the moment that Gen Z television started. And you know what? I got to agree with him. Yeah. When you hear oh, so- bet on it, you can't go back. And when he splashes the, the water, an iconic moment in cinematic <laughs> history. Um, you're, you were born in 95? Yes. Okay. So do you identify as a millennial or do you, do you identify as a cusp? I think, uh, probably cusp, but honestly, probably millennial. Okay. Yeah. I definitely identify as a cusp and then I pick and choose my battles when I, when I want to like. <laughs> That's the smarter move. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's get into this movie. Also, Brenda Song, an icon. Like, she was childhood crush. Yes, oh, we stand still and a crush. Honestly, and especially her taste in people... her taste in men stresses me out. <laughs> I mean, what well, she didn't she date Miley Cyrus's brother? Yep, and now she's with Macaulay Culkin. That gives me hope because when I was a kid, people said I looked like Macaulay Culkin. I don't think so. I don't see it. If you see pictures as me as a kid. Oh, like Kevin McAllister. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not like okay. now. Okay, I was going to be like, no. Definitely not now. It. Definitely not when he was all bones. But when he yeah. was, you know, cute little Kevin McAllister. Hmm. I would like to see it. Um, I would like to compare. But, uh, yeah, no, she, her taste of men stresses me out. I'm like, Okay, you do you. I support, but also like, I couldn't do that. <laughs> um, but shout out to new mom Brenda Song. Uh, I believe they had a baby in the last year, also. So, um, yeah. So we'll start with this movie. I f- forgot how little she was in this movie because I thought I I remembered it being like more of a tag team effort. Mm-hmm. But no, it's like very much Allie, and then every once in a while Sam will come through and like have a moment, and like there she's involved in the shenanigans, but like. Allie really carries like the emotional weight of the movie for the most part. She does. And then Sam will just back her yeah. up and just mention her 
dad being dead, which was out of the blue. Yeah, although she was like acting really well in that moment. Like I feel like she she was the best actor of out of the children, unless Joey, because Joey felt like it wasn't even acting. It was like that kid was being obnoxious. Uh, so it's one of those things. <laughs> like, was he so good because he was so obnoxious? Yeah. Um, but he he was a perfect obnoxious character. So, uh, yeah. So we start off the movie and we see that it's hot in Los Angeles. Uh, and Allie is watching the report with this Edwin dude, who another character I would drop kick. Um, <laughs> Sam comes over, and then we just like get exposition. So the dad goes to is going to San Francisco, and they're like, "Oh, what do you want for Christmas?" And she's like, "I want roller skates." Um, and we find out the mom is a caterer. And Joey is obsessed with presents. That's kind of our introduction to everyone. Um, so what did you think of like the dad? Because I felt like I expected the dad to have more of a presence in the movie. I didn't realize that he was like away for the whole movie. What was the dad's job? It was software. software but she was asking yeah. like, Sam, what do you think about this website? Bones for Bowser. And I'm like, oh, is that like, that. does he work in Nintendo? No, a, it's an online dog bone store that they're going to go pitch. It's, I, yeah. This no, is why I, the mom's a workaholic. She's she's the breadwinner. Uh-huh. Um, shout out to also the the assistant chef. I don't know his name, but he was funny, and I liked him. Um, I and don't shout know. out to the mom, because she was in Lizzie McGuire. Yes, that's where I knew her from. I was like, where do I know this woman? I was like, mm, Lizzie. Yeah. And then it made me mad that Disney Plus canceled the sequel series to Lizzie McGuire. They didn't want Lizzie to have sex. And I was like, let the woman have sex. She is 30, single, flirty. She can't be a mom with twins. No. Who is she? Lizzie McGuire. Yes. Badass bitch. A queen. Um, yeah, no. Michael Hitchcock wrote this. All I know him like the thing that I think of him most is uh when he was in Glee as the um pretty sure he was the character of uh the deaf school's headmaster in Glee. That's where I know really? him from. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, like I did not know he wrote this movie, but uh so yeah, we get all these exposition uh and then we see school and Allie talks about how she's doodling Blake in her notebook. Like, what if he looked over? That would always stress me out. Like, what if the person that you're doodling about just like walked by you and thought you were a stalker? And for those who haven't seen the movie, it's not like just one name. Like the whole page is covered with Blake, 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 Blake. Like, what's so special about Blake? I mean, we saw him once and he did not seem like magical i don't know but also he's a boy ellie likes him seems like an average white boy to me yeah it's just average yeah uh but yeah so she's doodling hearts all over blake's um name and then the teacher calls on her is like ellie how's your essay coming along it's due tomorrow and it's a five page single space creative writing essay. i'm like this lady's in fifth grade or something, right? That was like my like junior year of high school assignment. Yeah, but then like she's like 13 apparently, and I was like, oh, I legit thought she was 10. 
for the whole movie until like they i just was doing research but yes she is uh 13 so this would be eighth grade and i feel like that's still too much that's way too much yeah and this is why i would change the weather to get out of that assignment yeah well like it wasn't like a bad assignment at least like it was like creative writing which i vibe with i feel like you vibe with but like if you're a stem kid it's over Um, (laughs) so makes sense uh maybe Allie is like big biology fan hates writing maybe that's our our headcanon uh so she she bullshits her way through uh a thought of like the shakespeare coming to the modern day um yeah that was she she she's good bullshit artist i will say that she just got to get those thoughts on the paper and she's stolen. yeah but then she forgot everything immediately so um i do want a resolution like i know that movie ended on happy note but i kind of wanted to like see her in class after spring after winter break be like let's go um reading it out loud i want to believe in my girl that she got it done and like she took santa's advice and was like off the naughty list did her homework would the paper just be the events in the movie oh maybe she like that hmm maybe maybe okay they could have redone this movie but at the end it was like then she's like reading it out loud so maybe it didn't even happen it was just like her reading it out or her bullshitting in class or something i don't know this changes everything (laughs) it's a thought (laughs) is it a good thought who knows but it's a thought um so yeah so then they go uh they end up leaving school blake reminds them that he has a party coming up um and they go to this cabin in the woods and i live in la i feel like i have no idea where this would even be but i just moved here so um this feels very uh east coast yeah i'm like and I'm like, wait a second, why is... So, the cabin belongs to Santa. Yeah, and we never get an explanation. It's just his summer home, I guess. And it's like, okay, that makes sense if it's the summer, not yeah. three days before the busiest time of year for him. Yeah, Santa Santa has a weird vacation schedule, if that's the case. I think it's a running theme because we see Mrs. Claus in the movie, and it looks like she's running the house. Yeah. And... Allie's mom, she's running the house. Parallel themes. This movie sure. is all about strong women. We stand. We love to see it. Yeah. So uh Santa, who we don't know at the time is Santa, he's this old white man with a beard, and he throws out this robot thingy um into the trash can. And Allie's like, I want a ding dong ditch. She's obsessed with it. And yeah. Brenda's song is like why and she's like okay if i ding dong ditch then you have to write my paper i was like huh that's not a deal (laughs) yeah what kind of what kind of shenanigans is this allison um would you would you write a paper of someone ding dong ditched without you you saying you would no like if kyle if kyle came to you and was like listen mark will you write one of my assignments i'll ding dong ditch someone who's the house that's the thing. Josh Wiggler. Oh, I don't want to do that to Josh. He has to get all the way up. The cats will be loud. Oh, I feel yeah. bad. See? See? It's stupid. Just just don't ding down ditch children. I feel like ding down ditching isn't even a thing anymore because all the children are too busy on TikTok instead of going outside. Maybe that's a new challenge. 
Yeah. Oh, Ding Don Din Challenge. Ooh. Are we going to start at us? Social media icons. We stand. We'd love to see it. Yeah. Um, but they take the robot, uh, and uh, we go back to the house, and mom is busy uh, with uh, her assistant. There, she runs a catering company, and it's the holidays. And then Allie and Sam go upstairs. They play with the weather robot. And Joey's like, is that my present? And uh, she's like, yeah, it's your present. It's your present. I'm right. I'm like, I don't know. You have siblings. When you were 13, were you getting presents for your siblings? That wasn't just like a drawing? I was the youngest. So I I was kind of a bad sibling. Like it was more of like mom and dad are getting the presents. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like I take credit. I feel like I haven't ever gotten my brother a present like, oh, I have for his birthday, but like Christmas presents, I feel like was not, maybe this year I'll get him something because I'm an adult now, but I don't want to be. So, (laughs) well, now because I'm older, we do like a sibling grab bag. Yeah. But even though I don't even know what they want. So it's like, just, just tell me. Yeah. Tell mom, tell dad, just help me out. Here's just some money. (laughs) You get what you want. Yes. Okay, so say it on the podcast. What do you want in case your sisters are listening? Uh, Target gift card. I'm easy. Okay, perfect. See? You didn't even have to say that. They, they, that's, they, didn't, they could have bought that without you saying that. That's, Some that's... people are so offended about getting gift cards. I'm, gift cards I would rather, are awesome. See, I like the sense of, like, if I don't know what I need at the time, then, like, okay, then, or need or want, then I would rather you get me something that like feels creative or something that you would want me to have based on our friendship or our relationship or something. Mm-hmm. But if I do have things on a wish list, then like give me the money and I'll get it myself. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm in the secret center for work and then there's like an option for like you to put your Amazon wish list on there. And I was like saying in the group chat, I'm like, okay, I don't really need anything. I don't want you to buy like boring stuff. I want to, and I'm not like desiring anything right now, but is there like a space that we can put in? Like, you know, in the PSR one, you can put in like your interests and your hobbies and stuff that, and then people can like create a gift or like take your interests and like take creative license over, like getting you something interesting. Yeah. Like just throw out something like, Hey, I like Disney stuff. It's like, okay, I can work with that. Yeah, and then my supervisor is like, nope, doesn't look like it. Bye. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Um, and then people were like, get him socks in the group chat. I'm like, no, don't get me socks. I don't want <laughs> socks. I got very sad for a second thinking that they might get me socks. So um, maybe this podcast will come out before then, and they'll be like, no, don't get him socks. But I'm also knowing maybe, that they don't listen like, to this podcast. Yeah, we're going to get fully pay socks. Yeah. <sighs> Get Mark socks, not Felipe socks. Give me like nice theme socks, like yeah. Well, I think because I have those socks and I wear them at work, like I have flamingo socks and penguin socks. That's I think why they uh, do it. Sorry, I thought I was getting my COVID test results, and I was like, nope, that's not it. Um, the ultimate Christmas present: a negative COVID negative. test, which I have exactly. never had a positive one, so. It would just be, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the ultimate Christmas present, honestly, would be like COVID being eradicated. But that's not. As we say that a new variant comes out. Yep. Thanks, Santa. Thanks. 
I'm mad at Loki. I don't know why I blame him with all the variants. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we they play with the robot uh, and they see that there's all these like weather dials. So it's like raining in their room, which my biggest question was, how did none of their papers get wet? Like everything else in the room got wet, but their papers were fine. I was like, huh, that's interesting. And then there's a mode, an earthquake mode. Yeah, this was, what? This was terrifying. This uh, why Santa was unhinged when he made this machine. He just needed a snow dial and off. Like that's it, because that's we at the end of the movies. Like the ultimate Christmas present was to give Los Angeles a winter wonderland. It's like okay, but why do you need an earthquake? Why do you need a lightning mode? Like, sir, please. And I googled like, is there any advantages of earthquakes? And it's like, oh, it helps like vegetation and all that. I'm like disadvantages. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, I didn't watch the movie, but wasn't there a The Rock movie about, like, the Andreas Fault? And I'm like, tons of people died in that earthquake. Like, obviously, it's a real event, but um, I'm pretty sure they also named a Benton alien after that earthquake. Mm. Let me, like, yeah. Uh, my brother was a big Benton kid, so I was like, I remember learning about that, that earthquake in school, and then it's like, wait, this is like an armadillo who does, like, earthquake moves so maybe and i felt smart <laughs> for once in my life uh so anyways uh at this point who's your favorite character it's probably sam yeah um, i mean Brenda song's an icon um was this her first role i'm actually gonna google that i thought it was but like are you talking about like disney or are you talking about like her, it's probably her, like her first disney, disney project right but she was in something like five years before then she was like in a few like movies, but I feel like this is the first Disney project she was on. Like she was in Mad TV previously, but like yeah, I think this is her Disney Channel like breakthrough before she became like one of the queens of Disney Channel. Oh, she was a co-producer on Wendy Woo? I did not know that. Looks like I have to redo the whole project, the whole podcast on that. Was she in Stuck in the Suburbs before yes. or during the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? It, I think it was before because that says 2004 and then Zack and Cody started 2005. Um, so, yeah, she was in Phil of the Future. She was in a lot of, like, the voice acting roles. She was in Little Stitch, Phineas and Ferb. Uh, yeah, she was... She was the Disney Channel acting queen, I will say that. I feel like there were, like, some musical queens. She was, like the star actor her and ashley tisdale probably yeah that makes sense yeah i'm trying to think is there anyone like miley was a singer demi they were a singer more than an actor selena gomez she was an acting queen, but i don't think she had the pedigree that brenda song had in terms of like the credentials i feel like Cause selena gomez like bounced around more like she i feel like i saw her on like a nick show at one point and like she was on the sweet life um i don't know Oh, but, yeah, she was on The Sweet Life. And then she came back for the Wizards of Waverly Place crossover, which I love Wizards of Waverly Place. That's probably my favorite Disney Channel show. Oh, that's tough. Probably that's so raven for me. Uh, are you, raven? Are you, she's a queen. She is. My friend Naomi uh, dressed up as her for Halloween. I'll try to find a photo. Well, um, yeah. Let me. She. I think she put it on TikTok here. Uh, not to go on TikTok during the podcast, but... I need to find it. And I tried to like get 
Raven Simone to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Raven, and then I sent it to her via Instagram. But um, here, let me look. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, I turned my phone off. This is I only saw it for a little second. This is amazing. See? Follow what Nay does on TikTok, everybody. Um, I feel like out of the 12 viewers, I was 10 of them. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, so let's get back to the movie. Sorry for the tangents, but this is the Brazilian dragon. You know what to expect at this point. Um, You're so, already in for the ride. Yeah. Um, so Allie is like, okay, so this robot changes the weather. What if, so just the timeline, like reset the timeline of this movie. Um, Allie and Sam, this is a Thursday night. The next day is Friday when her essay is due. But then Saturday begins the holiday break. So Allie's logic for creating a snowstorm is to get a snow day so that she doesn't have to do the essay until mid-January, whenever they come back from school. Brilliant. It is brilliant, honestly. Like the the brain on this girl worked. However, I still think this is not the essay to use it for. Like, but that's just me because it's a creative writing assignment. If it was like a research paper, then like by all means. But again, maybe Allie is like a biology kid. I know Mark disagrees, though. Uh, okay, wait. But now when you're saying that, like, if you, you don't, it's like an extra day of no homework. Okay, I kind of get it. I mean, because, listen, she's not going to, even if, like, she didn't meet Santa and Santa's like, come on, come on, yeah. be good. She wouldn't have done it. True. Yeah, I, I have to get off my high horse because I would have done the same thing. My bad. Yeah. I'm just, like, trying to think of it as an adult. I'm like, that seems like nothing. But then here I am, can't even write like two sentences on a screenplay or whatever. So, but the thing is, it's single space, and this is on paper. Now, oh, I've is it handwriting? Graduated. I I kind of assume that. Do they Maybe. have computers? I, I mean, they, they have computers, but it's like true. See, this is a point I did not consider. See, on this instance, yeah, make it snow. Let us know. Yet again, you can make your handwriting bigger. True. But that teacher seemed like nitpicky. Yeah, all English teachers are. Mm. Drag my mother. <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Felipe. Love you. <laughs> uh, she won't listen to this, please. Aww. She doesn't support me. No, okay, that's so mean. No, she does support me. No, can she not. support me? Oh, I mean, do you want to be adopted into the family? Yeah. Hey, uh, any family members of mine, please uh, step away for like five seconds. Yes. It's just for one season. I'll ask. Yeah. You can come to Brazil with us. Let's see. Aw. Yeah. Um, but uh, so she doesn't want to write the essay. So they, they set it to go off. Um, and then we go to the North Pole. And we meet Mrs. Claus, who is running the entire operation because Santa's in his summer cabin. Yes. Um, and actually, can we just – so you live uh, in L.A., right? Yes. So I've never experienced an earthquake before. So when they turn on the earthquake, like the mom and the assistant – like the mom's like, oh, no, no, it's just a truck going by. So 
apparently I've been through earthquakes and I never felt them, but like, I feel like I've only been here for like a total of three months total, like between this last month and a half and the two months I spent previously. Uh, so maybe I'm the wrong person to ask. How uh, big of a truck does it have to be to make it feel like it's an earthquake? Just East Coast hmm. thoughts. Yeah, that's I still have that thought too. So I cannot answer, but maybe someone on the West Coast, like Tommy, if you're listening, you've been out here for a while. Um, any East uh, West Coast people, let us know because I am the wrong person to ask. I will say 14 inches of snow seems like nothing compared to like what we would get. In- that is true, but for LA, yeah, I mean, we'll get into it. But no, no, like- I know, but it's like it's more of the like driving conditions with like because no one has like four wheel drive except for apparently Sam's mom. But she doesn't even know how to use it. I'm like, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. So uh, the North Pole, we go, the elves are there, and Mrs. Claus is running the entire operation. And uh, damn it, I forgot their names. Crumpet Sparky and Sparky. Sparky and Crumpet. Yes. They, they show up, and they're being buffoons. Santa calls, and he's like, I lost the machine, Santa, Mrs. Santa. And she's like, okay, I'll send Fiona and Twinkle to go help you. And then these two are like, no, we'll go instead. Those are your best elves. You have to take them. <laughs> you have to take them. Um, so they're like, this is our SUV, our Santa utility vehicle. I'm like, okay, don't... that's cute. Yeah, because they don't want to ride a reindeer because Patrick Starr over here uh, went to pet one and got bit. Um, so I did like the world building in this scene. Like the uh, like Prancer, like they were like Prancer's kind of a diva or whatever. Um, Dasher uh, bit me. Or whatever, like they they use the the culture the culture of Christmas. I don't know, like the what whatever. we know. Yes, common knowledge, I guess. <laughs> um. So yeah, what did you think of the North Pole scene? Because we don't see the North Pole for the rest of the movie. I loved it. Uh, is is it a little weird not to judge? But Santa and Mrs. Claus call each other Mama and Papa. That was weird. I was like, oh, I, I didn't know. And I'm like, wait a second. Okay, so the Santa called Mrs. Claus Mama? I'm like, okay. But she calls him Papa? Yeah. Maybe it's just North Pole culture that we just don't understand. I mean, I won't kink shame, but that sounded weird. Unless kink shaming is your kink. Ooh, true. You gotta Classic respect button. that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I'm so, trying to remember what uh sparking Crumpet's like idea was. They're gonna bring Santa in the digital age, it's yes. all factory, and you know what the elves are telemarketers. Yes, they, they that were sounds very, like hell. They, yeah, they came into the, this is why they went to see Miss Claus. They had this like PowerPoint presentation being like, we need to change our system and become telemarketers. I was like, why are you gonna ruin Christmas like this, capitalism? And this is a Disney movie, so just layers <laughs> on layers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I did love how they were like, yeah. If people see us, they're gonna think that we're like tiny. They people judge us all the time because we're actually tall. I was like, yeah, that was a running gag. Like, oh, everyone thinks elves are three feet tall and squeaky voices, and they're not. No, they are. They're they're former NBA basketball players. Yep, and Patrick uh, Starr. And Patrick Starr, it was uh, next year. I want to do like a Christmas Nicktoon epi- uh, episode, but it would have to be SpongeBob or Fairy Odd Parents for me. Yes, those and are he the two. W- well, 
what was the fairy odd one? It was the not the movie, not the Drake Bell canceled. No, oh yeah, it's the. Uh, oof. It was the he wishes, wait, he wishes every day was Christmas. Yeah, yeah, and Santa Claus shows up. Um, yeah, there was also like skinny Santa Claus in the Fairly Odd Parents universe, right? Was he skinny or was he like buff? He, I think I'm trying like, to remember, but yeah, he, it was something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, I had the the Nickelodeon uh, freeze frame frenzy Game Boy game where you have to take <laughs> photos of uh, the different Nickelodeon characters who are in their wrong universes. And uh, Santa was always in there, like getting suntanned um, in the SpongeBob world. I don't remember. Yeah. Do you know how much that was? The game? Yeah. Let me look. Freeze frame frenzy. Let's see if it's on sale. Here, I will. I will send you the link. Uh, yeah, I don't know how much it is now, but maybe it's. Maybe we can. Maybe that can be your uh, Christmas present. If you have a Game Boy, I love how you have a water bubbler in your apartment. I'm well. I was about to say I'm thirsty. Out of context, drink a ton of water. Okay. Here, I'll send it to you in the chat. Okay. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so these elves are capitalist monsters. Um, but uh, they end up going... Uh, then we go to Miley's favorite plot of the movie, Edwin, the the weatherman. He's like, it's not snowing. How can it be snowing? It's Los Angeles. And then the guy is literally handing him paper. I'm like, this poor PA. Like, he is giving him the correct information. And this stick in the mud man is not respecting the facts um but yeah now i think this happens like or maybe it's in a couple of scenes like edwin talks with this boss that was a weird scene i'm just gonna do like the whole edwin stuff in this part of the movie now so Ed- edwin's a it. terrible yeah. weather man like i thought like as a kid like oh no he should get a chance i'm like oh this is horrible tv yeah, he's so he has no personality and he's kind of like mean. He's like, I don't know. And he also he's doing experiments on the snow, like to try to locate where it came from. And then we'll get to it, but like it gives him an address. This this did not make any sense to me. If, if the movie has Santa, I'm like, okay, whatever. That's more believable than this. It, yeah, Santa having a summer cabin, calling each other mama and papa, elf telemarketers. SUV. Yeah. I'm okay with this, but it was like he gets like this snowflake and it's this blue, looks and like mouthwash. And, and he, he puts it in, there's like a Bunsen burner. And I'm like, sir, you know, the snow will melt. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, is it gonna test? Like, is it artificial or real? And I'm like, what? Why am I thinking about this? I don't know. He, ah, Edwin, Edwin needed to be drop kicked. Even his it. own sister hates him. Yeah, which Belinda. is so sad. Yeah, so yeah, then he, uh, he the his boss wants to meet with him, and he's like, Edwin, you're very boring. Your numbers are bad. Uh, I only keep you around because your sister wants me to. And even at this point, she's like, fire him. Um, like, and Edwin's like, so can I have a pay raise? Yeah, just a small one. Just I'm I'm generous. He like the fact that. His boss then is like, no, you're on thin ice and you have to do something right or you're fired. I was like, oh, wow. 
okay. And like this man was trying to say that it wasn't snowing. I'm like, just go outside to the window and see that it's snowing. All the kids who are watching your stupid news broadcast see that it's snowing. You're the only one who doesn't. Um, and I did love the the fact that like the next day when Allie is checking the channels, like Edwin's just monologuing and monologuing and monologuing. And then she changes the channel to the queen, the black woman who was like, yeah, all these schools are canceled and skips over her school. And then it's like, oh, this one's canceled too. I bet she did that on purpose. Yeah. She knew Allie was watching. I thought it would hilarious if Allie in school was the only one that didn't have a snow day. <laughs> that would have been like kind of karma. Um, I would watch that movie kind of. <laughs> she has uh, to make up the paper. Yeah. yeah. Not the uh, ultimate Christmas present. Nope. Um, so yeah, so Sam and Allie have a snow day and there's this like little montage. So I got to ask, you're an East Coast person. You're from uh, Albany. Uh did you grow up having lots of snow days? Because I'm from Boston, so we definitely had snow days. We definitely had a lot of snow days. I mean, for, like, the area, like, an average amount. Okay, yeah. And it's, like, snow as a kid versus snow as an adult, two different things. Yep. As a kid, the only thing that stinked about it was shoveling. Yeah. But that scene of, like, she's trying to find out the schools that are canceled, I felt that. Oh, you go to the website and, like, hit refresh, see, like, how often... Even or before, like, like, that, just, like, doing yeah. the – because keep in mind, like, they don't have any snow days, so the person has to read off. Yeah. But in the East Coast, they already have the graphic, and you just see the schools in alphabetical order. It's like, okay, North Colony, yeah. North Colony. It's like, oh, we're still in the Bs. It's like, okay, okay. And then you see that close, and it's like, let go. Yes. Uh, we would also get, like, phone calls from, like, town, like, being like, oh, school's canceled the next day. Like, uh and uh, the worst was a two-hour delay because you would get to sleep in, but then you still have to go to school. And I'm already, like, a morning kid, so it's like, it didn't even matter. Oh, see, I'm not a morning kid. So uh, that, I guess, <laughs> I, I, for you, I feel bad. But I did love snow days, though. Like, I will be honest, a lot of my snow days, I would spend watching, like, movies on TV, like uh, Monsters, oh, Inc., too. when it aired on the Disney Channel or whatever in the afternoon. Like, uh, Baby Looney Tunes, I remember that was a big snow day show for me that was a big sick day snow day yeah uh we loved we loved getting to stay home and watch tv um i feel like the a lot of the obviously they're in la so maybe it was your first first snow but like i feel like no one played in the snow like during the snow day you used to preserve snow at recess i mean i can't be the one you ask because the amount of friends i had was uh none okay well womp womp I, yeah, no, I would stay inside. That's why, why do you think I stayed inside? I didn't like hanging out outside <laughs> either. Um, but yeah. snow as an adult now is just terrible. Like, it looks nice, and then it's a lot. And then driving in it? Yeah, oh, I Ooh. literally almost died in a snowstorm. So I went to New York for, like, a weekend trip, and then there was, like, a blizzard the next day. So I left really early, but I was so tired from the night before that like I stopped at a rest stop and slept for two hours. And then when I woke up, uh, it was like bad. So then I kept going and literally one moment, I remember like my life flashed before my eyes. I like started skidding all the way. I was driving so slow on a highway and it just to the side. Like I caught myself luckily, but it was scary. And I was listening to a lot of Renaf that day just because I had a few behind, I was a few behind and then it just kept me company. And it was like a lot of the bad, no disrespect, but a lot of the bad episodes of Renap where they were talking about the animal with a uh, 
Rob Schneider and uh, the John Travolta movie, The Fanatic. And I was like, yeah, these movies convinced me. But I remember the podcast because I was... So the dead. movies were bad, but the podcast was good. I mean, yeah, they made it fun, but like... Exactly. Not my favorite kind of Renap episodes. That's um, true. It's no High School Musical. The Renap episode. Best episode. Don't add us. Yeah, honestly. The taste. Um, so, <laughs> the yeah. Flavor. So Santa and... The, so the elves show up, and he's like, where's Fiona and Twinkle? And they're like, they were busy. We came instead, because you love us. Um... So, and they discover the footprint under the garbage can, and they're like, okay, so this is, they do some examination. There's like a size seven girl's shoe uh, with the tracks, and they discover what kind of shoe it was. And Santa's like, I gave this to like 270 girls last year. Which, thank God he explained that, because I'm like, how do, how do you know? I know you're Santa, but it's like weird. So, Santa not only like, knows everything but he has like this insane memory of like all the gifts he gave in the past like when at the end when he's like edwin you were such a good kid it's like how do you remember all the humans in the world well maybe he was just like bsing it's not like i remember in 76 i gave you this weather thing he was like come on you were good what happened yeah but santa santa was on top of it he like remembered everything whereas the the elves had to take more time and this might be like a anti-technology stance from santa being like i can do everything better than your computer can meanwhile i'm gonna build a weather machine but you know Mm -hmm. i mean he's not a magician nah he's a scientist but not a technical scientist (laughs) yeah he's Uh, a tinkerer yeah he doesn't like to go corporate he likes to stay off yeah definitely um so then we also find out that the dad is stuck in the airport and he uh, wonders what size. I, I did like this because this is where, so he asks the mom what size rollerblade we have to get for Allie. And then at that moment we see the, the Santa scene with the footprints. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that was a good moment. There, that was like some, there was some good editing choices in this movie. I'll say that like where between like the scenes going through um, the transitions. Um, so they, check all the naughty girls into LA County with that shoe size. And then there's like this little like montage. So uh, they pop around different. There's this one girl hitting snowmen with a shovel, the heads off. And they're like, Jennifer. Which, uh, that's yeah. not even naughty. That's just, that's a sign. Yeah. That, that is, you know, oof. that that's how you know what kind of kid you're dealing with. Um, that's not naughty. That's like psychopath. Uh-huh. Yep. Honestly, though, Joey gave me the vibes that he would do the same thing. We also glossed over the fact that he was like, when they were playing with the robot, he's like, is that my present? Is that a Lakers cheerleader poster? I'm like, Joey, go home. You're horny. Joey, you're nine. Yeah. Get out. Also, like, it's clearly not a piece of paper that they're wrapping or they're playing with. It's like a toy of sorts. So, And why- would you ever get your, I don't know... Any person who has younger siblings, would you get them a poster of, like, something attractive? You know what I mean? No, absolutely it's, not. I no. feel like that's that's all weird. No, that doesn't happen in the family. <laughs> like, we don't, we don't do that. That's creepy. My new adopted family? Yes. I mean— Okay, we don't do that? Great. You, I mean, it, I—okay. I will get you uh, the the comic book 
that if there's an attractive <laughs> character in there, you can have that. But I won't get you a poster for you to put on the wall of something like attractive. So you're going to get me a Superman comic, but you're not going to get me a poster of Henry Cavill? No. Actually, no, I kind of want a poster of Henry Cavill now, but I respect it. Now you want one? Yeah. Eh, I mean, it's Henry Cavill. Yeah. Uh, there was a Superman reference uh, that Sam made. I was like, good thing we have you on. Like the, the I loved talks. it. I'm like, yeah. oh, wow. Well, really trying to cater to me? I love it. Yes. Um, yeah, so... Uh, my favorite character, though, besides uh, like the elves in this moment, was uh, the black girl who was talking to Santa. <laughs> Santa was like turned around, and then her mom comes in. Was like, "Who are you talking to?" She's like, "Santa." She's like, "I told you to stop fibbing. Go to your room. You're in timeout." I was like, "Mom, but I, mom." She legit like this girl was being gaslit by Santa Claus, which also creepy by the elves, seven foot elves, and Santa just being like, "Hey, naughty girl." Did you steal my stuff? No? Peace. Yeah. That mm. that's mad creepy as well. Yeah. I was like, Santa, you can't do that. <laughs> and I was like, the effects in this movie, because Santa's disappearing. I was like, oh, this was a low budget 2000s film or 1990s film. So especially for TV. Yep. Uh yeah, no. I felt bad. Justice for that that black girl who went to her room for no reason. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe it's a character establishment that the mom was like, I told you to stop lying. You're naughty. You're on the naughty list for a reason. I was like, but she was telling the truth. I felt so bad for her. And the worst part, she's still on the naughty list. Right? Like, she's telling the truth. Santa should at least, like, change that aspect of it. Now, <sighs> she was making cookies or, like, doing something with the cookies. Are you a big Christmas cookies person? I'm a big cookie person generally. Uh, relatable except what's your take on oatmeal raisin i like it but it's not my choice so like i I like if if there's no other cookies left then i'll take it but uh no that's like last choice cookie i think i just hate it because i don't like how it's looks similar like just at a glance of chocolate chip cookies i don't like sometimes that oatmeal raisin dough is different than like the good that's right and then, so, like, it tastes, like, like healthy. <laughs> I don't know how to yeah. say it. But, like, like no, cookies are snacks that are you are supposed to enjoy that aren't healthy. Dessert snacks. Ooh. Cookie crisp. Cookie crisp. Yeah. Uh, the, the lack of uh, Christmas cookies in this movie did upset me. Like, no gingerbread houses. Uh, no. Like, it was upsetting. I thought that was just like an L.A. thing. No, I saw gingerbread houses in Target yesterday. So I would get one, but then I would have to eat it by myself, and I don't want to do that. Like, I would get it if I didn't have to eat it. Like, I I like eating in small portions, but, like, if I have to eat the whole house by myself, then I'm going to feel gross after. Uh, It's always sad because I'll – we'll decorate little gingerbread houses with uh, my nieces and nephews. And I'll always get my own house. And they're like, take it home. I'm like, it's just, I'm going to eat it. It's going to be sad. Not to like expose myself on this podcast, but a few days ago we had a Friendsgiving. And my dear friend Angel, she hosted. At the end she like put, like gave everyone like a little take home bag of like a little bit of everything. And I was like, hmm. I carpooled with someone. 
and I intentionally left the bag in the car because I'm like, not because I don't appreciate it, but because I am going to be so fat afterwards. <laughs> like, be, I, I, like, I, also it was mostly desserts too. I was like, they literally gave like everyone like their own pie of like assorted, like different pies. It was like, just only it became pie. a new pie. It became a new pie with like the peach, pecan, like it's like a slice of everything. And then, uh, they gave, yeah, no, there was a few other things in there, but I was like, oh my God, like between the mac and cheese and the pie, I was oh. like, I'm going to be too fat. Like, please, I'm trying and to watch And this is before myself. Thanksgiving. No, this is after Thanksgiving. So this was uh, this after. This was like okay, Friday night. Okay, this is night. even after Thanksgiving. Yeah. I was like, no, no, no. You're already I, stuffed. I, that, that was also another thing. I was like feeling very full. I was like, no, 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 I can't take any of this home because then I'm going to eat it. And I'm trying to eat healthier. <laughs> this is yeah um and then i went to target last night and i got raspberries because i'm like i have been eating junk so let me eat some fruits Mm. yeah um what's your favorite fruit uh besides me (laughs) (laughs) i mean does it count if it goes in a smoothie slash cocktail do it mango i love mangoes it's just tropical summer. See, you're perfect to bring to Brazil. Chapman family. Let's go. Yes. Um, so Santa, uh, what was I doing? So Santa disappears and <laughs> the black girl goes into timeout and I'm so upset. And um, I didn't know it was cookies. I thought it was like chocolates. Like, you know maybe. the assortment yeah, of yeah, chocolates? She, yeah, that's what it was. Sorry. Like you never know what's inside. Like She was trying is, them all. Yeah. Is it disgusting? Yes. But I get it. Yeah. I want to do it, but I get. It. You want to know which one you want to. You want to know which one you want to order. So you put the. Are you a, like if it's a box and it's mm-hmm. random. Are you someone who will like try to do the worst tasting one first and the last one, the best one last, or are you like if I die before I finish these cookies, I want to enjoy the ones first. I try to seek out the ones I would enjoy first. Okay. See, I usually like with food. I'm usually like best for last, but. Uh, recently I have had the mindset of like, like, okay, if I, there's like a ton of podcasts I want to listen to and, and I have to pick which one to listen to, then I'll be like, which is the one that if I died on the road, driving home in a right snowstorm, right? <laughs> yes. In a snowstorm. So nowadays I would not have picked those episodes, but at the time I was just trying to cram through the back catalog. But if I died on the road listening to one of these podcasts, which one do I want to have consumed at least 20 minutes of before I die? So that's, that's been my mentality recently. Probably not I mean, healthy, it, but it's like you only live once. Enjoy your life the best you can, right? So listen to the Brazilian dragon before you die. Mark is – you should be because <laughs> you're great at telemarketing. You see, I'm going to be so great at North Pole. Sparky, yes. trumpet, call me. I also loved a little like uh they like put it the costume design was a little low budget, but like they put like pointy thing on their ear and then like wrapped it around in tape, like you could see it. I don't know how close you looked at. Like it was cheap, but in a weird way, kind of adorable. It was adorable, but yeah, I was like, oh yeah, this like you can see the tape on it. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, whatever. It's yeah. See, I have like I feel like I used to have pointier ears when I was like, now I'm looking at my ears on the screen yard. That's, that's weird. <laughs> like examining my ears. Am I a pointy ear? No, I have 
I don't big ears. Big forehead. That's it. Do you, do you uh, associate with the Code Lyoko community? Have you listened to that podcast that we've no. done where Nicole Horn was like, Code Lyoko was representation for the people with big foreheads? Then I have to be part of that community. Yes. Uh, we love TikTok Nicole on this podcast. We uh, stand. So uh, the dad is snowed in again, um, and Allie decides, okay, it's been enough. Time to turn the machine off. Um, and at this moment, she and Sam have a bonding moment um, because an out of nowhere bonding moment. Let's just yeah. So we have to set that. So Allie is like, my dad might not be here for Christmas. I'm gonna be so upset. And then Sam is like, oh. And then Allie's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Your dad's dead. I forgot. And uh-huh. Sam's like, no, no, not since like when I was three. Like, yeah, it's, like I didn't even fine. know him. Like, yeah. And I'm she's like, like, no, Sam, explain your feelings. Yeah, and I, Allie was a good friend in this moment. Like, especially for like a 13-year-old girl, I feel like I didn't have the emotional maturity to have this conversation. Like, this was written by an adult, but she was like, yeah, do you want to talk about it? It's okay if you don't, but like, I'm totally, I was like, that feels like in a, a more, an older kid conversation. I feel like kids don't know how to talk like that. I don't know. I think maybe Allie's like, come on, like, do you, she just threw it out there, like, do you yeah. want to talk about it? But if Sam's like, no, I don't want to talk about it, Allie's like, okay, yeah. good. Yeah, oh, I would not have that emotional. Yeah, I feel like I would not have had the emotional maturity at 13 to be like, it's totally okay if you don't want to, but if you want to, I'm completely here and completely open to listening and, like, being here for you. I would have been like, I'm, I'm so sorry, and then I would shut down because it would be, like, awkward. I that, probably would even, yeah, thirteen. I mean, thirteen-year-olds yeah. are just—I don't want to say terrible. I was gonna say awful, like middle school. But they're terrible. Fun. Like, listen, I was bullied all through middle school. I I hate children. <laughs> I feel like elementary school, and then I would avoid them for like three years, or maybe early high school, and then when they're like almost adults, then I can hang out with them again. I don't want to hang out with him. I was just bullied until college. I'm, Honestly, I'm yeah, fine, relatable. Yeah, fuck middle school. That's that's the stance of the Brazilian Dragon podcast. It is a brave stance. I am fully behind that. Thank you, thank you for your support. We needed we needed at least one more person on our committee. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, so yeah, so she turns off the weather machine and she's like, okay, the snow's gonna stop. Uh, and they go to make a tree, Allie and Joey, and they're like, we made a tree. It's like made of junk, but uh, just so if dad gets home late tomorrow, we don't have to go get an- another tree. So are you, do you have a tree already? I know you're a big holiday person. Not yet. I'm a full supporter of plastic trees. Yes. Now, I, this is not like an environmental thing, although we stand the environment. Yes, we love to see it. We love Mother Nature, stand yeah. that queen. But it's just... I don't want to go all the way up the woods, chop a tree. You got to take care of the tree. It's it's just too much. Yeah, no, it's... it's and everyone I, that I talk to who, like, does that hates it. And yeah. I'm like, well, just go to the Christmas tree shop. Get a fake tree. You're good. Yeah, I'm not even going to get a tree for the apartment, but my grandma has, like, an artificial tree that she literally like, wraps in blankets every year and then puts it back in the closet in Brazil. Um, because like, where are they going to get a real tree there? And in the movie, they were like, "Oh, like we're going to get a tree soon." It's like, bro, it's it's a couple days before Christmas. 
I'll try to screen share something because uh, Christmas tree. Um, so in Brazil, like right outside my grandma's house, they like there's a lagoon. Um, and then every year they put a Christmas tree. I'll see if I can screen share this. They like put like something on the water. Uh, share screen, share screen, window, uh, Chrome tab. Here we go. Let's see if I can do this. Do you see it? Mm. Can you see the image or no? Okay, now I see it. Okay. Just... That's so nice. Yeah, so they put this out and then they, they like it's literally viewable from my grandmother's apartment so it's like super and then it becomes like touristy so people like go out and like fill the streets um but yeah that's that's the best christmas tree for me oh, that's awesome yeah that looks like the thing on top of a christmas tree like the star yeah or yeah. like a variation like, like no uh, like an no ornament star. yeah exactly yeah uh yeah so i i love a good christmas tree but also like it can be an artificial tree. No one's. No one needs it to be real. No, so you. Yeah. You wanted to smell real. Get those uh, car ornaments and smell like pine trees. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so they make a little little tree, and then Allie goes to bed, and the robot goes off again. Oh no, crisis! And there's a blizzard in the morning, and then we go to commercial. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm assuming you watched on Disney Plus. Yeah, and it just like yeah. cuts to black. Yeah. I was like, my favorite oh, thing. Yeah. Of- so uh, with decoms, I, I love them. They go to cut to black. It's like, oh, commercial break. <laughs> um, yeah. I would uh, love the nostalgia of them actually having commercials on them, but it, not like like commercial for products, just like yeah. Disney Channel promos. So I would actually love it. Like they didn't, they don't have to go to actual commercials, but then if they would do like the whatever, like it, would, it changed over the years, but like the little like, they zoom out of the movie and it's like, well, we'll be right back. And they'll do like a little, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, or like, uh, at the beginning of eight o'clock, they would always do like this, like tunnel of like Disney characters and Disney channel characters and be like, this is, you're about to watch a Disney channel original movie. Um, I don't know if you remember this. I remember that. Okay. Yeah. And when I was like, all right, we're going to talk about the ultimate Christmas present. I like looked up the trailer and half the video is just a trailer, like the promo that they showed on the Disney Channel. And I think half was like, hey, this is the trailer for this new show called That's So Raven. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Damn. I'll send so, you that. When we yes. post the when you post the episode, I'll include that in the uh in the show notes. Yes, oh, okay, yeah. do that. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So um yeah, so the the blizzards in the morning, and then Sam's mom has to go to work. She's a she works in the hospital. Um, no clarity of what she does, but she's an essential worker. So we stand. We stand. Yeah, and she's we like, Sam. Sam's family and essential workers. Yes, and uh, Allie's mom is like, no, you don't. Are you sure you have to go to work? It's so dangerous. She's like, well, I have to. The hospitals are first staffed. I got a four wheeler drive. I don't know how to operate it, but I got it. I ha- yeah. So Sam okay. stays with Allie. Um, they're also neighbors. They're not just best friends. They're neighbors. Um, d- were you friends with your neighbors? Uh, actually, I was uh, for a little bit. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I like was friendly with my neighbors. Like every once in a while, we'd hang out. But it wasn't like uh, like I had a neighbor, and we would hang out at the bus stop. That was like the crux of our friendship. Um, Small talk. 
Yeah. Um, but like when we were younger, like he did invite me over to his trampoline one time. So that was cool. Um, Trampolines are awesome. That's the ultimate Christmas present. I mean, Dr. Will said it best trampoline, trampoline. Um, in Big Brother 2. Wait, but he also I, said Mike was my best friend. So, you know. Oh, true. <laughs> uh, speaking of, speaking of, like, we'll, we'll get to it at the end. But when Edwin's in Antarctica with all the weathermen, I was like, not all weathermen look like this. Like, you could have had Howie from Big Brother there. Yeah, but he would also be like one of the elves. Yeah. An oh, idiot. Howie, Howie does not hold up, just for anyone who's considering a Big Brother rewatch. Like we watched Big Brother Seven last year for the Brazilian Dragon, and which I'm oof. jealous. I mean, you can listen; the archives are there. But I mean, I, I did, and was oh. amazing. But it's like, yeah, he doesn't hold up. Oh, he does not hold up. Yeah, and, uh, and definitely Mike does not hold up. Um, James Ryan at times. Hey, oh, at times, like he's like mostly harmless. Even Doctor Will a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah. Like uh-huh. every everyone is a little Janelle doesn't times. hold up. Yeah. But, like, there's some people who You know are, who like, does hold up? Diane. <laughs> not Marcellus? 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 I was just throwing out his name. I don't know. Maybe, maybe holds Marcellus up. holds up in All-Stars. I don't know if he holds up in Boo Brother 3. Um, but, like, I feel like he said some things hmm. about Tanya. But also, Tanya does not hold up in general because she committed manslaughter. <laughs> manslaughter doesn't hold up from 2003? No, no, it doesn't. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Like she's canceled. She hard canceled. Wow. Um, Cancer yeah. culture out of again. Yeah. Who would be canceled in this movie? I'm trying to think. Would anyone um, be canceled? Edwin. Edwin would be canceled. He Edwin would be canceled. Literally the boss being... would be canceled. You know there's like a big LA Times report about how awful the culture is. Yeah. True. Yeah. But are the Edwin... elves canceled? I don't think the elves did anything super problematic. If anything, I don't think they did anything problematic. I don't know. I think maybe just I mean, okay, the snooping on the girls. The, like, the busting in and, like, showing up around, like, children, being like, you're naughty. That That's probably cancelable. I wouldn't say cancel, but what if, like, the report came out like, hey, Santa and Mrs. Claus call each other mama and papa. They would just be made fun of on social media. On, what, like, AOL Messenger. <laughs> and they were trying to explain it, and then it's like it just gets worse. Yeah, I could. I thought of a joke, but I'm not going to say it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Joey. Uh, so yeah. So Sam. Joey's actually canceled. Uh, uh, I don't know why. I just I, I want to cancel Joey. I mean, do it. I, I support it. Is the um, is the dad canceled? I don't think the dad's canceled. He's not canceled, but I don't think the dog Bones. Actually, would it be Bones? I've heard crazier stuff. Like, yeah, an online dog Bones. Yeah, I don't know. Like, is it like a chewing bone, or is it like yeah? You mentioned, or is it like a like not a dessert, but like a treat, dog treat online? I feel like if we can, you know, move that. Like what chewy? Like basically chewy, but like twenty years in the past. (laughs) Is Ali's dad the founder of Chewy? Let's let's. Start the room. Head cannon. Yep. Um, so Sam's mom goes to work, we said, but no one can come home for Christmas. And Joey's thrilled that, like, whatever her name is, Aunt Gwen isn't coming. And, like, because he smokes those smelly cigars and she calls me Josie. I'm like, well, you look like a Josie. Own up. Yeah. He, like, I don't support bullying, but this kid needs to be bullied. 
<laughs> I'm kidding. There's always but, exceptions. Yes. Um, this kid had such an ego. I'm like, bro, get over yourself. Like, he seems like a problem child. Like, his mom definitely sends him to summer camp, and he's like harassing the counselors nonstop. He's like, like I, I got flashbacks. Like the girls. Yeah. Chill, Joe. Yeah. Um. So Joey, speaking of him, he goes back to snooping around because Allie and Sam go upstairs to try to like turn off the robot, and they're like, "Okay, we got to put a robot in the lead box, like in Superman." Um, and I was like, "Oh, come on, Brenda Song." I'm like, "This is why she's my favorite." Yes, she's a comic book nerd. And I'm like, "Wait a second! If you just put it inside, do you want okay, to explain so the reference for uh, people who aren't well read in the comics that might be listening?" Absolutely. So, super nerdy. Hi, I'm Mark. I'm a nerd. Hi, Mark. (laughs) Hi, Felipe. But, so Superman is deadly allergic to this uh, material called kryptonite, which is from his home world, but it can be nullified if he puts it in anything lead, like a lead box. So that's why Sam is like, oh, if we put it in a lead box, then the effects will stop. Yeah. And I'm like, Sam? Oh my gosh. Was this like when you were a kid? Was this like you, this is why you had a crush on her? That was like, you know, the meme of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when he's like pointing at the TV screen? Yeah. That was me. <laughs> that was you. Or maybe the Miranda Cosgrove, like the, hmm, interesting. <laughs> like when I was watching it and when I'm watching it for this podcast, I'm like, hmm, interesting. Yeah, like the the different versions of exactly Miranda, like the adult version and the child version, but it's like hmm, yeah. okay. But so that that's what they want to do. But Joey's like, "That's my present. I want to see it." And they're like, "No, Joey, go away." And the mom like gets Joey to come down, uh, finally, uh, and they're like, "Okay, we got to sneak outside to the shed." Um, so they go out, um, and then Joey goes in Allie's room. Allie and Sam meet Santa, and he drags them. He exposes them. He's like, well, okay. To be fair, he only drags Sam. Like, he exposes her dark secret that she, like, dances in her room to Ricky Martin, which I'm like, go watch, Sam. What a queen. Um, But then, like, she's like, Allie, you're depressed. I was like, that's not the same level exposing. I was laughing so hard. It's like, like, oh, yeah, if you're really the Santa, like, Tell us about us. And it's like, oh, your favorite food and all that. And it's like, no, go deeper. It's like, well, Sam, you danced to Ricky Martin and you want to be married to him, which um, I don't think he would be interested. No. No. But and then did Allie's you relate like, to oh, wanting to get married to Ricky Martin and dancing in the room? Uh, definitely dancing in the room. Ricky Martin, no. Brenda Son, yes. Okay. And then it's like, and Allie. Everyone thinks you have the perfect family, but we know better. And I'm like, oh my God, snatch the wig. Yeah. Good thing he did that to Allie. Like, imagine if he did that to Sam. Like, Sam, everyone thinks you have a perfect family, but your dad's dead. Sam, we know that, you know, you, know, you don't talk about your dad, but you're really affected. Yeah. And it's like, oof. Santa just, like, came for their throats. And I love like, the elves, like, oh my god, I love this. Yeah, he should have dragged them, too. He should have been like, Sparky, you're stupid. <laughs> like, Trumpet, you, come on. Yeah. Um, but, no, I, I just feel like, regardless, those were not on the same level. Like, you either both dragged something stupid, where, like, Sam dances to Ricky Martin, Allie, like, 
is obsessed with uh, the Backstreet Boys and uh, wants to marry both of them at the same time or something. I don't know, something like that. Like, or you'd be like, embarrassing. for both. Like, yeah, one's embarrassing, like, oh, I, I don't dance to Ricky Martin. The other one is like, you have to talk about it during therapy. Yeah. And by the way, was it really a secret? Does everyone really think they're the perfect family? Is any family perfect? No. No. Except the Brady Bunch. They're perfect. And, I don't know. Jan, Jan, uh, Marsha and Jan didn't get along. It's, it's Cindy is a bitch. <laughs> they, they also abandoned Cousin Oliver for no reason. So As they should. They lost him. So that's not perfect. They like lose children. And they also have a maid. Mm. That's not perfect. And this is just random, but they did a uh, TV reunion. It was called A Very Brady Christmas, and it was set like 15, 20 years, like they're in the 80s. So it opens up. Alice comes back to the Brady's because her boyfriend from the show, Sam the Butcher, cheated on her. And the Brady's like, oh, c- come on, come back to us. Next morning, she's already in the uh, maid outfit. Wow. That's, that's. I like to take back my statement about the Brady's being perfect. Yeah. Let me see. I'm trying to think, is there a perfect family? Uh, The Russos on Wizards of Waverly Place, I don't know. They feel perfect. Uh, No, that's too much. Oh, well. Okay, maybe not uh, Corey. Yeah. As in, maybe the actor doesn't hold up. Okay, yeah. he doesn't hold up. Not also, maybe, yeah, but, does David yeah. Henry hold up? Does JT Austin hold up? I don't know. But What did David Henry do? He brought a gun to LAX. In TSA. By... by accident, but it was in his bag, and TSA was like, you can't have this, bro. So, yeah. Well, everything that's not like it like, seems. Yep. Ugh. Tragedy. They warned um, us, Felipe. True. Um, so, yeah. Joey is in Allie's room, and then this is when Edwin shows up. So he, like... This is so creepy. He finds the address of where the snowstorm originated, which, again, science doesn't work like that. Where's Liana, PhD? Not only that, computers don't even work like that. Yep, okay. Not only, like, modern day, but, like, 2,000 computers. Like, did you hear, like, the dial-up? Like, Imagine... Like that, that don't even work today. Like you said, like how could it work back then? Yeah, like yeah. that's. But, well, okay, whatever. Santa elves. Okay, yeah, that was the most Papa unbelievable Mama. part. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so he he starts driving, and then because of the traffic and the snowstorm, he like sees Horace riding a a scooter of like a snow scooter, a snowmobile, and, that, and he yeah. just GTAs, and he's like, move. He's like, move, <laughs> Horace, get out the way. And he drives over there. He literally goes in, knocks on the door, and he's like, I'm Edwin. You want a contest? Can I come in? And she's like, uh, sure. And he starts, like, breaking things in their apartment, like, grabbing photos of the husband, throwing it away, uh, like, unscrewing the lamp. And she's like, yeah, do you want I'm- something? And he's like, coffee, tea, toast with butters, cotton candy, all these things. Candy, pot roast. Yeah. And she's like, I'll work on that. I would be like, get the fuck out of my house. Like, I don't have the best social skills, but I would have just been straight up like, listen, the storm originated here. This is a news thing. Keep calm. Yeah. You, but like, you also wouldn't be like dismantling furniture in this woman's house. I'm not a weatherman. I wouldn't know. 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> this, this man needed to be arrested, like, off the premises immediately. Like, I don't believe in the cops, but they needed to be called. Um, so it's like ABA, uh, it's like, oof, Edwin, I think we can all agree he's a creep. Yep. Yeah, and then he goes up into Allie's room. Like, this is a 13-year-old girl's room. Like, creepy. Um, because then, this wasn't already creepy. Yes. And he goes in, and uh, Joey's there crying, holding the robot, and it's just making a snowstorm in the room. And then he grabs the robot. He's like, uh, what? You don't want to go to jail? And Joey's like, I don't want to go to jail. I'm like, I don't like Joey, but I'm like... Yeah, poor Joey, honestly. Like, I, like he got bullied enough in the scene by Edwin. So I did say... You he said you wanted bullied. to bully. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you got your wish. You got yeah. your ultimate Christmas present, Felipe. Yes. But then Joey Allie, got bullied. Allie and Sam are like, okay, we'll go in. We'll sneak in the back. And they go in because Allie's like, okay, Sparky, have you ever played Ding Dong Ditch? He's like, no, what is that? <laughs> and he goes and Ding Dong Ditches and Michelle opens the door and she's like, huh? And then they all sneak out and Edwin goes past them. They're like, what? And then there's like this high-speed chase in the snow. Not really high-speed. They like literally run after him and he's on the uh, the snowmobile. He pushes Horace again. Like Horace shows up to get the snowmobile and he like, move. So Bitch. Get out the, the way. way. And so, I love the turn of like, I will be the most powerful weatherman because I control the weather. Yeah. And Santa's like, no, you can't do that. And I'm like, but that's what you wanted to do. Exactly. Like, uh, Santa, you this is a little hypocritical of you, but you could have used your powers. I mean, we'll get into why he built it, but yeah. it's just I don't mean for like a movie problem. This is just like an ethical problem. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so yeah. Oh yeah. So we forgot to explain. Um, like. Oh no, that's yeah. So he we forgot to explain that Santa, uh, Ali apologized to him, and he's like, "Yeah, I wanted to create the ultimate Christmas present." And do you want to describe this scene since it's like the title of the movie? Yeah. So he's like the ultimate Christmas present, a gentle snowfall, so everyone can just stop and appreciate and admire each other during the holidays. To paraphrase, I'm like, so you build a weather machine, which has an earthquake button, just to set the mood. Listen, Mama and Papa need it. They need something to rock. Yankee Candle won't do it, Felipe. Yeah. It's a weather machine. <laughs> Honestly, this seems kinky of Santa. Like, and Santa's the- already kind of kinky. The whole chimney and you know sneaking in. It's a that's a yeah. whole nother Brazilian dragon episode. I don't know if that's a Brazilian dragon episode. Maybe maybe we can like give it to like someone else to explore. Maybe the B and B. Ooh, when they discuss Santa's summer home with Wu. Um, yeah. Well, actually, we should put this out on the Twitter. Listeners, is Santa kinky? That's what we want to know. And don't kink shame unless no. that's your kink. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So, then there's uh, the chase scene. Uh, Edwin crashes into this chocolate factory, uh, lands in the chocolate, and then they all get there, and he's, like, hiding in the ceiling, but it's dripping chocolate on Sparky. So and then he's like, it's him. rainy chocolate. And then chocolate rain yeah. just got stuck in my head. So we, uh, <laughs> come on, Tay's on day. Uh, but uh, he would do a cameo nowadays. Oh, he's on cameo. I mean, sure. I was gonna say he is on cameo, but he should do more Disney cameos for sure. Yeah, 
I the remake say, of this movie. So, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is a podcast that is coming soon to the Bazillion Dragon, or maybe already out there, uh, depending on when I release things. Uh, but what what do you want to rain out of the sky? What food? Oh, that's tough. And like, then bonus answer, a Christmas food, specific food as well. Christmas food? So you can do a regular food and then a Christmas-specific food. I want those... This is the first thing that just comes to mind. Those Hostess Cupcakes Christmas. Ooh. It's nice, delicious. It won't hurt people. Like, whoever says, I want a gingerbread to fall out of the sky and rain, you're sick. Yep. And not that, like, gingerbread's raw, but those suckers hurt. Exactly, yeah. What's up for and, Christmas foods? Uh, I mean, yeah, cookies, but it's candy like... Candy canes. Yeah, that's going to hurt. Something what kind like, of candy canes? Traditional? You're going to do, like, those uh, flavored ones? Like, this ooh, is a cherry cane. No, mm. ew. Get the fuck out of here with that. Cherry canes? You don't like that? No, we. it's peppermint or nothing. That's my stance. I don't know I'll if you disagree. It. Uh, maybe like some sort of oh, hot chocolate would hurt, but like something like marshmallows. Does that count? Ooh, hot cocoa marshmallows? Maybe. Hmm. If there's a loophole with that, that's the answer. Exactly. Yeah. You can just have your hot cocoa, just walk out and just be like, oh, marshmallows are coming out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you, with your cup, you have to bring the cup outside. Yeah. Yeah, um, but so, yeah, so then Edwin jumps into the cotton candy, uh, and they grab the robot, and then they, like, imprison him, basically, while they, like, fix the robot, so he fixes it, he takes gum from Sparky, and Sparky literally, like, this did not fly COVID, post-COVID, like, like, spits out the gum into his hand, and then, like... I don't even think it flied pre-COVID, but agreed, it's, like... Agreed, honestly. With... Yeah. And I thought it was like, are they going to do like the joke of like, no, not chewed up gum. Uh, they, they had like the dope, dope music. Yeah, they all just stared at him. Um, but uh, then he fixes it and he's like, okay, it's all ready. And then Allie's like, but do you have batteries on the thing? Do you need to change it? And she's like, oh, no, we have Evermary batteries, which last 100 years. And then he's like, wait. But the reason it doesn't last 100 years is because I use generic store brand batteries. Uh, so then he like pops all the batteries out and then puts in those like candy cane looking batteries. It was like Mary something. Ever Mary batteries. Yeah. Um, ever Mary, and, ever Mary. Yeah. And th those batteries look kind of cute. But um, And it's like two things. One, and they were the I chunky wish batteries. Like, I wish the like elves were the ones who suggested because that would fit like their. I'm not going to say arc, yeah. but like Constance growing up. It's like, what about the batteries? What do you mean? Oh, oh, wait a second. Yeah. But, okay, so Allie gets off the naughty list for that, right? No. She says, I'll be better, um, but can you, like, do me a favor? And she gets the dad to come home early. But, like, is she on the naughty list still? Who knows? Yes. She was like, well, Santa was like, well, I hope things could change. Yeah, she like makes a deal, but and then she goes. He, he goes to Edwin. He's like, Edwin, you were a good kid. Like, what is wrong with you now? And then he's like, I just, I just love weather. And then she's Santa's like, okay, I'll do something for you, and um, we can just finish Edwin's storyline. Edwin at the end of the movie, the last scene is Edwin in Antarctica, teaching all these like uh, weather friends uh, about weather. Which is cute because he's all like admired 
but yeah. his students look like versions him. of him. Yeah. Like, which I'm like, wait a second. So do they want to be like on TV? I don't know. Because they don't look like TV ready. Well, or just think it's also like they all look like versions of him. So those are the only people who are excited about weather like that. But I just watched Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs and women are into weather too. Like they're the it was all these nerdy white men, and no offense, Mark, but like we needed more representation. Hey, I was represented besides all the other versions of you know media. Yes. But this one Disney Channel movie. This is why I picked it for the podcast. Yes, because representation matters. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the white nerdy man is yeah. seen. Yes. Um, but yeah, so then just closing up Allie's, Allie's storyline. So uh, Allie puts in the Christmas requests. Um, she promises to be good. Um, and then the next day it's Christmas and Allie's like, okay, happy Christmas. But uh, let's wait for dad to get here before we open the presents. And she's like, okay, but dad might not get here for until tomorrow. Um, and then they hear honking outside and the dad shows up because Sparky and Crumpet drove them. He's like, yeah, these nice men, uh, Crumpy and Sparkit drove me. And Allie's like, Crumpet and Sparky? He's like, yeah, uh, okay. Um, and, and she was like, yeah. and that's like, how did you know? And Allie's like, on story. And yeah. the dad's like, well, okay, whatever. I'd be like, whoa, 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 how do you know these two strange men? I, that would be my question. Like, Let's stop right here. The parenting in this movie, um, from this dad specifically. Is it a Disney thing? Is it an L.A. thing? I don't know. I don't know. No offense to you, Disney people or L.A. people. I love you. Yes. Um, but then, yeah, so the they the elves drive away, and then Sam comes out, and Allie like, looks at the sky. Like, thank you, Santa. And Santa and Mama and Papa have a camera. <laughs> security cam. Yeah. Again, going back to the whole kinky thing. And oh, where's the camera? Yeah, definitely. Is it in the sky? Is it, is it, it in the cloud? Maybe maybe that's what the they needed the robot to like put clouds everywhere so they could put cameras. New theory. That doesn't help the whole Santa trying to be a god thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And, and they're like, oh, everything worked out. I love you, mama. I love you, papa. And they yep. just give a little kiss. I'm like, that's the note we're going to end on? Yep, it is. And then we get to the credits, and yeah, that's it. That's the movie. And then what What did you get advertised for you afterwards? Because I did not know there was a Brian Cranston Christmas movie, and now I kind of want to watch it. When I was like, because we were talking about like doing an episode since like September. Well, because we want to do a Halloween episode, but then uh, like the move kind of like derailed things for us. Yeah, which – Totally fine. I'm like, okay, Christmas. But I'm like, oh man, there's not actually not a lot of like Christmas Disney. It was like this movie and the Brian Cranston one and the uh was the the Sunny. I, I never watched that show, but it's a show, but they advertised it like a Christmas movie. Sunny with a chance. Oh, that was advertised as a Christmas movie? It was on the Disney Plus. I think it was more of like a special. There a okay, there might be a Christmas special there's like good luck well, it was like christmas. probably like loner so they're like yeah it's technically a disney channel original movie because i know there's a good luck charlie it's christmas movie um oh maybe that's kind of slaps but we don't stand amy duncan anymore amy duncan used to be the best character and then amy duncan the actress is a mess she's like how tennis. how messy um so uh just an example uh she lived in la she moved to tennessee uh post-covid and she was like at a town hall and she was like 
I am a refugee from California because they made me get vaccinated to work in the industry. So I chose to refugee with my family here. Oh, okay. So that kind of messy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. We don't stand in just... Duncan. Bob Duncan raised that family by himself. So Duncan family, uh, not a perfect family. Nope. Mm-mm. Yep. Actually, yeah. Let us know on Twitter. Is there a perfect family? Is there a perfect family? Uh, the only one I can think of is the Baxton. Just not yeah. even Disney. I mean, Nick movie. <sighs> yeah, because uh, the Turner family is not a perfect family because uh, Jimmy Neutron. Yes, that could be a perfect family, but Jimmy's kind of disrespectful to Hugh. Yeah, but, but those are yeah. kids. Okay. And Hugh, we stand that Dilf. Oh, <laughs> have you seen the? Have you seen the? Um the out of context like videos of like kid shows out of context and there was like one time where he was like well it all started when i was like six years old and i saw yeah. my first banana i was like huh and and my life has never changed and they look at me i'm like what i'm like huh you see rest was representation this dad, matters was this dad a dilf in this movie this this dad wasn't even seen <laughs> true was is santa is papa no, Until, I, no. I actually dig this in a. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, Write a song from, now is a MILF. 100%. Yes. Um, that is a brave stance. I'm still upset that she was not, like, they didn't respect her enough to give her an opportunity to be in Crazy Rich Asians, which she wanted to be in, because they were like, oh, we don't want your kind of Asian in this movie. I was like, huh? I was like, ooh, what, really? That's, yeah, it, she did a whole, like, uh, interview a part of it, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Renaissance would have crushed in Crazy Rich Asians. Ouch! That's yeah, that's shitty. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we have a couple questions from the Twitter box. So, uh, do you want to do you want to give your overall thoughts on the movie, like while I try to pull those up? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's a cute movie. It's a your classic two thousand Disney Channel movie, and maybe because it's Christmas. Well, it's a movie I'll occasionally go back to during the holidays, and definitely after talking to you, I, I yeah. think I'll revisit it. It's it's a fun, like it's easy watch. Like it's great, a fun premise. Good thing it's about only, this movie, it's eighty minutes. Yeah, eighty minutes flat. We love that. So, um, get to see old school Brenda on way before Sweet Life, way before Stuck in the Suburbs. Exactly. Yeah. So. Question from the great Jessica Frey, who I'm seeing later today. I'm so excited. Um, oh. As you guys someone doing? who, uh, we're going to a, like a little cookout, like another Friendsgiving sort of thing, but like a cookout because Megan and Paul don't like Thanksgiving food that much, and they're hosting. So, yeah. Hot take. Uh, Thanksgiving food sucks. See, I disagree to an extent. Like, I love like the sweet potato casserole, the green bean casserole. Like, you can miss me with the stuffing and the mashed potatoes, but like the two casseroles. And mac and cheese is not a Thanksgiving food. It's like an all-year food. So. That's why it's the best Thanksgiving food, because it's not a Thanksgiving food. Yeah. Um, Thanksgiving dessert, that's separate. I was so excited when I saw orange chicken at the Friendsgiving, but then I remembered that when I moved out here, I decided to become vegetarian. I was like so upset. I was like, no. Ooh. I'm still in that phase where I'm like, could I get away with it? Like if I ate like a bite without my body being a mess, but I don't know. I mean, turkey, turkey... It's just okay. That being said, yeah. my dad does a fried turkey. Ooh. And I'm I'm sorry, my new adopted uh Felipe family. No, it's okay. But my dad is an awesome cook. And he, that turkey, 
phenomenal. Yeah. We love that to was see the it. that's the only great Thanksgiving food, fried turkey. We love it. We stand. Well, I'm I'm so happy for you that did you get to enjoy that this week? Yes, and I ate like a slob. You like you As know you the should. Renaissance Fair, like they have like the turkey leg. Yes, like Patrick Starr in that one episode of SpongeBob. That's how they look during the dinner table. Classy yeah. as always. Yeah. I mean, we stand, honestly. Like, if you can't love you at your best, then how can we love you at your worst? Or if we can't love you at your worst, how can we love you at your best? If I embrace all aspects of Mark. Messy eating me. Is that really my worst? Okay, I don't think so. But people look at me. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Jessica Frey says, as someone who has lived in California all her life in Orange County for 10 years, this movie brought to life a childhood dream. How do we feel about that? Now, granted, only East Coast. Like, I get it. Like, I get yeah. the enchantment of, like, not only snow, but a snow day. Yeah. Because, like, I Jessica does have a good point. Like, just having that brought out snow but it's like yeah they also show like the bad side of snow and you know what's like it's not a sick thought but it's more of like a sad one remember the big texas blizzard oh from february march you know when ted cruz left to go to cancun yeah this is an audio but we did both did an eye roll yep thank (laughs) you for acknowledging that just wanted to put that in the ethos but uh and like all the horrible stories, like a couple people from our uh, post show recaps Discord who went through that, like the pipes burst, roads yeah. were closed. Like, yeah, they, they don't discuss how many people died during the snowstorm. Yeah, exactly. Like this, this movie definitely probably like. Allie has killed some Texas, people. Mm-hmm. She is now on the naughty list forever. Yeah, uh, this might be a movie that texas friends should skip for this year maybe wait next year you can or maybe just like maybe like a little content warning yes exactly um also we got another question from the great jordy canal uh host of the uh bullpen cart podcast uh and previous guest of the brazilian dragon podcast we talked about luck of the irish um, so he wanted to know, how was Disney able to use Friends as a plot device despite Friends airing on NBC? So just to set this up, this was a scene we kind of glossed over. But uh, when the snowstorm, the blizzard is happening, uh, Edwin's boss says to Edwin, uh, yeah, the Friends are stuck inside their studio. Uh, they're they're filming a new episode, I guess, like the uh, winter holiday episode now or whatever. So, yeah, I think that was, like, cool. Like, I love the pop culture references. There was, like, a Backstreet Boys reference. There was, like we said, Superman was referenced, so. Uh, the Lion King, which, of course, Disney, like. Yeah. Was it really a plot device? Like, if Edwin's like, I gotta go, and. He should have been like, I have to go rescue Joey and Monica. Yeah, if he's like, I gotta cover the friend thing, I feel like that's the plot device. But I think, like, yeah. name drops are cool. I liked it, yeah. Um. I, I think that's one of my favorite parts of the movie. Like, the movie, we'll talk about it in a second overall, but... Like, I, listen, it's late 90s, early 2000s, a lot of rads. I love Tubular, but... Yeah. Come on, Backstreet Boys, Friends, when they were airing? Yeah, that, that like, let me look up the date of this movie. That should have probably done that at the beginning. It's Ultimate. like 1990, or... It, it probably filmed it was, this in 1990, because it's... So, or, 2000, Brad Pitt? Late yeah. 90s Brad Pitt? This this released uh, December first two thousand, so 
Who did Edwin mention that like fell in Burbank because she slipped? Oh, snow? Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yes. I was like, oh my god, that's so funny! Like that she got referenced. Also, I hope you realize that I I changed the color from red to green because I had to get both Christmas colors in here. In the streamyard, like your oh. name, your little name bubble. I love it. Yes. Um, okay, so let's get into the scores and then our MVP and LVP of the movie. So like, let's start when you were a kid, how would you rate this movie zero to five stars? I would actually both as like, as a kid at five stars, you say? Yeah. I would give it three stars as a kid. Okay. Like it's like, it's memorable as in like, it was always played during my time during Disney. So it has that nostalgia. I think now, like, I think it's with an asterisk, like you give it a three star, but I think realistically two and a half. That's which I know it sounds bad, but that's good. Yeah, like just for context, like I've done a couple of these, like high school musical Mm -hmm. is a five for me. Like the high school musical and high school musical two. And I think I'd even put like Camp Rock and Let It Shine. A couple of them are fives. Then this is like Luck of the Irish, I'd say was a four. Um, Mm -hmm. and then we go down, like get a clue was like a three, and this is kind of like 2.5 2.5 like I think the movie held my attention for the most part but there were other times where it kind of dragged Edwin needed to be drop kicked multiple he, times yeah like the Edwin one was yeah. like okay I think that's yada, part yada. of the problem because they focus a lot on this adult and I feel like the charm of Disney Channel movies is like focusing on the kids which I know they needed like another like if they didn't have Edwin that's like 15 minutes cut out in the movie yeah so they, I feel like and they also like spent a lot of time with him in that scene with the mom like I remember like that felt very like drawn out for like oh we have to like fill out another commercial break. It and also like, like so did the mom earn a lesson because she was a workaholic. Actually, yeah. both parents are, but it's like all right, they're still going to be workaholics. Yeah, I, I I don't know, but I th- I hope everyone learned a lesson. Most importantly, Joey to not be as annoying as he is. But yeah, if but our or lesson did, is did don't, ever... don't don't build a weather machine. Don't play yeah. God. So you're you you said you're the youngest and you have two sisters. I have three sisters. Shout out to Megan, Caitlin, Aaron. Love you. Yes. Even though least... I said I would be a part of an adopted family, I still love you. Yeah. Uh, did you relate to Joey at all or no? I didn't relate, but I'm like, if I ask my sisters, was I like Joey? Yeah, I was probably like. See, I feel like there's like yeah. multiple little brother stereotypes in in decons like would you be more like a joey or would you be more like lizzie mcguire's brother or megan parker i would probably be like i think a good mixture of joey and lizzie mcguire's brother like like joey was just annoying and just like ratting like mom but lizzie mcguire's brother was trying to cause mischief yeah i feel like you're more mischievous than like annoying maybe yes um so yeah so we both gave it like 2.5 three stars ish um and then another important question who was your mvp and your lvp of this movie lvp or as as naomi calhoun calls it the dropkick award the dropkick award goes to edwin yep it was joey Joey was close up there but edwin edwin gets it like again like was it a good acting job of like him being so terrible on tv that i wanted to change the channel yeah I feel like a runner-up could have been Joey. 
Joey was definitely who I was considering until Edwin had more screen time. I'm like, no, Edwin, you need to get the fuck off my TV. You're pissing me off. Let me look but at I Edwin's feel like, he, like Joey, who's portrayed by uh, Spencer Breslin, I feel like he's an underrated Disney kid that doesn't really get like talked about. Yeah. Uh, he was in that one movie, Disney movie, You Wish. You Wish. It was I remember, with he was the little friend from Even Stevens. Yeah, so he the with the coin that like he wishes the brother would go away or something. Yeah. And he becomes like a child actor. Yeah. You see, even in that movie, people didn't like him. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh what was the last thing he was in? He was in some kind of hate in twenty fifteen. The last oh. thing I remember him being in was He was in the Dan cat in the hat. Yeah, he was the Next to oh. Dakota Fanning? Yeah. He was also in, like, uh, Santa Claus 3, like you mentioned. He was in The Shaggy Dog. Uh, the he was. Derek he was too. Tim Allen's kid. Yeah, so he was in a couple of these. He was, Yeah, not Disney Channel, per se, but, like, Disney Kid. Disney Umbrella, yeah, for sure. Um, Side note, did you, like, did you watch The Cat in the Hat? I have seen The Cat in the Hat. Um, my did you like it? That, I, it was years ago when I was a kid. And I that's definitely something that I want to do on the Nail movies. That is a huge, like, guilty pressure. Like, I don't believe in, like, listen, if you like the movie, you like the movie. Yeah. But there is that one movie where I'm like, yeah, I was obsessed with the cat in the hat. One of my coworkers is trying to, like, organize this thing. He uh, is like, everyone, we should all go to my apartment, get super high, and watch the cat <laughs> in the hat. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah, shout out to Zach if you're listening, which he definitely is not. But um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the uh, and then my MVP. Who's your MVP go to? We both established uh, Edwin because my first thought is the black girl who got grounded for no reason because she deserved better. But um, I'm trying to think. Actually, I think my MVP would go to Sam just because. I think Sam. Sam's mom was also a homie. I liked her. If that is true, like. Are we talking about MVP just in the movie or just like the role? Because uh, I feel like, want to take it. I mean, as a character, like the one I was like, oh, she's awesome, Sam, especially with that Superman reference. But I think yeah. the MVP who hold everything together was Mrs. Claus. Yeah, she. Guess what? Santa just takes all the credit. He's in his summer cabin. And he's not even, like, doing anything. He's just building machines. He's wasting time. Three or four days before Christmas? The busy season? Seriously? That's like if you're on a film set and your director is in his summer home or her. Yep. I just found out some game-changing news. Uh So, do you know what the Young Artist Awards are? Because I'd never heard of them. Until just now. I feel like that's like a kid actor Oscars. Yeah. S- Spencer Breslin was nominated for best performance in a TV movie, comedy, or drama, young actor age 10 or under for this role. And he won uh, the same year best performance in a feature film, young actor age 10 or under for Disney's The Kid. Oh, but who's the other nominees? Uh, for which one? Which the first? The one where he won. Uh, Jake Thomas in The Cell, uh, Connor Matthew Mateus in Snow Day, and Jonathan Lipnicki in The Little Vampire. 
can I give it to the kid for the little vampire? I love yeah. that movie. But he didn't win the award. The the critics disagreed with you. I he he probably won like for Jerry Maguire. Yeah, or, or Stuart Little. Yeah, but like for visceral, I did say like maybe his acting is so good. No, he didn't win for this role. He won for Disney the Kid. That or won. at least nominated. Yeah, he was nominated like, for this role like, in the other in the other category. I can find out who was nominated for that. Who actually? Like won. I'm I'm assuming like do you watch Game of Thrones? But you know about it, right? I've seen five seasons of Game of Thrones. So the actor who I'm blanking on who plays Joffrey. Plays oh, one of uh, the Jack. most hated Jack something. something. Yeah. Like the most hated character of all time. Yeah. But the actor's so good for making him so hateable. Right? Yeah. And that's Spencer Brosson. Good on yeah. you, kid. Okay, so the other nominees uh for the one that he didn't win. Matt Weinberg, The Last Dance, Sam Smith, Oliver Twist, Jacob Smith, Phantom of the Megaplex. Stephen Joffe, The Wishing Tree, and then the winner was Miles Jeffrey from Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. Huh. Side note, the Halloween movie, The Phantom of the Metroplex, that was going to be my pick. Ooh. I have never seen that one. Is it scary? Uh, no, I mean, it's it's as scary as a kid, but it's like super cheesy. Okay. Has okay. Mickey Rooney. Ooh. Come on, Yondu. <laughs> He's Yondu, right? Mickey Rooney? Yeah. No. No, that's, Mickey, that's Michael Rooker. Yeah, Mickey Rooney. Who is he? I mean, overall, he's great. Until is you bring the up MCU? the whole... Uh, what's no. up? Was he in the MCU? No. No, he... He's a super old... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, him. Okay. Oh. I know who he is. I just can't remember I mean, what I've seen him in. Treasure, you know, work of Julie Garland, all that. He was so good in the I was thinking of Michael Rucker. And then, you know, don't bring up the whole Breakfast of Tiffany thing. Awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. I I confused him with Michael Rucker. That would be amazing if he did play uh, Yandu. Yeah. Um... Anyway, so you also said Sam. Uh, no, you said Mama Claus. I, I just to make it different, like Sam. She's my favorite character, but Mama yeah. Claus hold I down the movie. It. Crumpet also, I feel like deserves some love. Crumpet specifically, Sparky was funny, but Crumpet was like the resourceful one. And I thought the actor, which you know, athletes being you know actors, doesn't. I mean, yeah, it wasn't like great, but he tried. He tried his best. Yeah, let's, not let's a good delivery, much. but you know, John whatever. Sally, yeah, and Bill Fogerbockel, who is the voice of Patrick Starr. I couldn't even pronounce his last name, so I was like, oh, "Yeah, Patrick." He's Starr. also Marshall's dad in How I Met Your Mother. Oh yeah, that's right. Such good role. Yeah, but wait, you're a How I Met Your Mother fan? Yes, like a long. There time might ago. have been a time in my life where. I was obsessed with Barney Simpson and wanted to be him and wore suits like him. And that didn't age well. Nope. Mm-mm. But there, speaking of Lizzie McGuire, How I Met Your Father is coming out soon with uh, Hillary Duff. And that's why I will support that. Yes. Maybe this is like our headcanon. This is what Lizzie McGuire is up to these days. And she's like having sex. <laughs> hey, isn't the person like Bob Sackett played older Ted 
Isn't yeah. uh, the actress who played Samantha going to be older, Lizzie McGuire? The actress who I played think so. Samantha in Sex and City. Your mother? Oh, Sex and City. Sarah Jessica Parker? No, that's... Uh... No. That's Carrie. And just like that. Not Kim Cattrall. Kim Cynthia. Cattrall. Because Cynthia Nixon is not associated, right? No, that's the that's ginger. Miranda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had no idea about that. That's news breaking to me, but we love it. When you said Samantha, I was like, Brenda Song's in this? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yep, she could be future Lizzie McGuire. We love that. Um, Sex yeah. in the City sequel series? No. Lizzie McGuire? Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, should we start winding things down, unless you have anything else to say about the ultimate Christmas present? What is the ultimate Christmas present? This podcast, obviously. There we go. Love it. Yes. Uh, but Mark, where can people keep up with you and like plug anything you're doing? And also if you're consuming anything pop culture that you think people should check out and their life would be better for watching, what do you want to say? Oh, well, thank you very much. First of all, I had an amazing time on this podcast. First ever podcast. And hopefully not the last, at least if I have anything to do with it, it will not be the last, but I had a great time, even though my mic, like microphone sounds echoey and. Because I, I, I feel like it's fine, but maybe we'll check it out in editing. So, yeah. Oh, well. You can find me uh, at Twitter at LilMarco512. What's the 512 for? Uh, I like those numbers. Okay. And my best friend, Krista, this is all during the Mark Rubio. She used to call me Lil Marco. Okay. Yeah. Horrible origins, but I love you, Krista. You're my best friend. Yes. So Lil and... Marco. 512 on Twitter. And then Yes. And I write for King Gamer. And I do a lot of uh reviews, editorials about movies and TV. And I feel like right now, even though I've not watched it, the three part Beatles documentary on Disney Plus. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. I can't I wait. think they only released the first two parts. They uh, released all of it. Well, definitely all of it by the time yeah. everyone listens. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, uh, if you like Marvel content or superhero stuff, Mark is always writing about that stuff. He had recently the Hawkeye review for the first two episodes, as well as uh, Eternals recently. And y'all can see me retweeting every uh, every article. So go to my Twitter if you want to see the links, as well as Mark tweets it out on his own Twitter as well. Do you like cry each time uh, you retweet? Yes hard oh my god no we just support our friends in their endeavors here in this in yes. this universe like how you guys you yes you listener are supporting this podcast yes uh but mark before before we get into my plugs uh something pop culture that you want people to check out that like maybe you're not writing about so you don't have a platform to share oh no the beatles thing was my oh okay. i'm not gonna i thought, yeah, I thought you were no. writing about it no oh, okay no uh I was going to plug, but you already mentioned the hot guy. I'm super excited about that. And related to that, there is an amazing comic run. Even if you're not a comic reader, it's hot guy. My life is a weapon. This kind of like is the reason why the show got made. I'll share it when we, uh, when you release the episode, but it's incredible. Nice read. And if you want to get into comics, that's the perfect jump. 
is it the map fraction thing that people are talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I was and like, uh, I... David a J A a uh, David A J A. Okay. I remember Brilliant seeing people artist. talking about it. I didn't know that was the title of the run. I just knew it was like the Hawkeye series yeah. by uh, Matt Fraction and David Eja or AJ. Yeah. So. And I'm uh, playing some Final Fantasy in honor of our friends Joshua Goyer and Brooklyn Zed. Yes, we love we love Dad and Zed. Even though I am so 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 far behind, it but happens. I always support them. Love yes. you. Yes. Um, in terms of me, you can listen to what you're doing. We're taking a little hiatus. Uh, I don't know when this comes out, honestly, like truthfully, this could come out closer to Christmas because it's a Christmas movie, but I'll try to get it out earlier. Um, but, uh, what you doing podcast, we're chugging along season two. Mark, you got to come on that podcast too. If you ever watched Phineas and Ferb, um, or even if you haven't, you can just watch a random episode and can talk with us. I haven't, I like, I've seen the songs, like it looks like a great show. Yeah. And I do actually have some of the songs on Spotify. Uh, like, what's the one? one where like he tries to get the? They try to get the librarian. Oh, ain't got rhythm. Ain't got. Oh, that's such a good song. Yes, you gotta. You can come on any episode. Like, we've had MJC come on. He had never seen the show before. We're gonna get the shit '90s girls on, even though they've never seen the show. So yeah, hey, you just give me a date. I'm all ready. Let's get. Love that. Yeah, and then uh, so what you doing? We're checking along there, and then uh. The Brazilian Dragon Podcast, in some order. We got a Nail Movies, where we talk about Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs with Navi. We got Full Court Miracle with Sarah, talking about uh, a Hanukkah Disney Channel original movie. And then another Nail Movies is in pre-production, still TBD on the contents. And Mark, also open invite on the Nail Movies whenever you want. Uh, we'll, we'll get you in there, too. Um, I get to talk to not one legend, but two legends? Oh, my God. Queen Naomi with Stan. She's so fucking funny. Oh, she's so good. As you are. You are very funny as well. And I think this podcast proves, like, I know we started at the podcast saying, like, oh, we don't know how to do, like, it's not performance, but I feel like they they heard your humor here. And honestly, I just remember, like, I really told my stupid grape joke because uh, another Rob and Akiva has a podcast episode for Nap. I just listened to the dad joke off. Great episode. And I'm like, ooh, I also have stupid dad jokes. I had some dad jokes, but <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know if I'll submit, but I did not submit at the end of the day. I told some of them to some friends. I can tell you them uh, after the, we hang up. But yeah. Uh, and then also just shout out to the Brazilian Dragon Podcast and what you're doing. If you are enjoying this content, it would mean a lot to me in this holiday season. If you went to Apple Podcasts, gave it five stars and a review. Helps a lot of people find the podcast especially during this holiday season and uh this is just something that i love doing so uh it's very exciting when we get new listeners and writers uh and then we have tons of fun stuff coming in 2022 as well um feels like december even though it's still november but um, it does yeah it's weird can we can you tease anything for 2022 um i have to talk to a few people first and see what things are happening. But uh, episode 100 will happen in 2022. That's, that's uh, what episode is this? Like 80 something early eighties. Best decade. Well, okay. That's not the best decade. Yeah. Um, but yeah, episode 100 might be on its way in 20 early 2022. So that's exciting, especially because 50 was like a big milestone. And I just don't know what I want to do with hundred yet, but I'm excited for whatever we do. What um, is not for the 100? Like, what's some like episode like you want to do? Uh, I 
what's an episode I really want to do? Like, I, I don't know. I, I have more like ideas of like projects, but those are a lot more like time consuming. Like, like if you did like a, a deep dive into like, like the Scooby-Doo thing that I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. I have like more of those that I want to do, but like, I don't want to like do too many at once. Um, but... And also I tried to check. Did you talk about the live action Scooby movies? Like the old ones, yes. We're currently on a little pause right now because uh, Jake has been super busy. So, uh, yeah. But we that's the next one also, the the live action reboot with Robbie Amell. Um, but we did talk about the original with like uh, Freddie Prince Jr. We did both of those uh, uh, already with uh, the great Brian Scally on the first one and then Navi and Will on the second one. Nice. And also I stand Sarah Michelle Gellar Yes. Watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And Linda Cardellini. Oh, Linda Cardellini, who was actually on Hawkeye. Yeah. Just a Uh, cameo, but. I mean, she is Hawkeye's wife, so. Um, Yeah, yeah. which it's kind of deserves, like, that's the character. Yeah. She should be something. But now that Gemma Chan has been two Marvel characters, maybe maybe they'll grab Linda Cardellini and make her, I don't know, Spider-Gwen. That's true, but I feel like, oh, like, because she was in makeup. So you don't really recognize her? I think there's a there's someone else out there like repurposing. I don't remember who, but uh, you know who I want them to repurpose? Sterling K. Brown. I think he deserves to be in a Marvel. He was uh, Eric Killmonger's dad. And he was amazing in just that bit, but it's like he, he can be something bigger. Yeah, it's SKB. Is this us as Ennane? Yeah, I am not emotionally ready but i also think it's time for this is us to end like season five was a bit of a drag i feel mm-hmm. like just after the whole crack thing like it not yeah. because i was over it it was more like all right you already hit that point yeah uh i just like this is us when it emotionally wrecks me oh speaking of shows that emotionally wreck you uh zoe's extraordinary playlist there's a christmas you movie. were the one who got me into it because I did, all I, of a sudden like i googled uh or i went on youtube and i'm like Okay, so I, it's a musical. I thought it was gonna be like a. I I don't know. Avena, I think his name is Skyler Austin. Skyler Austin. Say numb, and I was um, like, oh my yeah. god! And I that watched the first episode. Full of pop people, like it's unfair. Like, it, it, isn't that LA as an East Coast? I thought it was just all extremely Hollywood A list. I mean, I'm not hot, so it's not completely LA, but I don't know. Everyone is hot in someone's eyes. Okay. That's what my mom told me. I don't believe her, but that's what my mom told me. Do we have a hashtag for this episode? Um, Uh, Also, uh, wait, one more pop culture plug. Encanto. I saw it last night. Latinx representation. We stand. And I will be on the post-show recaps theater talking about it with uh, Grace and Ariel. So I'm very excited about that. Awesome. Uh, Yeah. So that's. I got to watch that. I can't wait. It's, It's a lot of fun. Um. What would you give it five stars, four stars? I would give it five stars, but also I'm biased because it's like representation. Like if I was like watching it objectively, maybe I'd give it like more of a four stars. But like I should have gave uh, this movie five stars because I'm like nerdy white man. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Um, and but... also another pop culture, which uh, are friends from the Discord, Todd Adam, and uh, oh my god, why am I blanking? Oh my god, hate me, but. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend One is an amazing podcast. show. I've been trying you to get you to watch it. Yes, that's that's on my list. I need to finish Insecure because I told Latanya I would watch that. And then, um, no offense, Latanya is the queen, and I have to listen to Latanya. 
Felipe, if you decide that Latanya's uh, opinion matters more to me, I would 100% agree with you. Okay. Watch Insecure first. Yes. I, I just like Latanya is the boss. I, I don't make the rules. Yeah. It's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. What should we tell people to hashtag for this episode? Uh, uh, Mama and Papa Claus. I was going to say that. Hashtag Mama and Papa. Hashtag uh, cancel, Ed, uh, cancel Joey. Yeah. Dropkick, dropkick Edwin also works. Dropkick, is it ED win? Yep, yep, ED win. Um, so yeah, that, that can be any of those hashtags works. And shout out to Mark for making his podcast debut. It means so much that you trust me to be your first co-host on a podcast. Uh, it means so much that you took a chance on this guy who just guy? wanted yeah. to talk about a old school disney channel movie listen that's what we're here for on this podcast i know i'm like okay rob cesar you don't know josh no felipe yeah well yes. see see i have the same thought i'm like i always i'm like rob want to talk about this and i got him to talk about high school musical and that's a win for me yeah and it, honestly it's such a great episode if somehow you haven't listened to the episode of renap go go watch it get yes. some more felipe goodness in your life oh mark mark is like such a big fan and we stand he's such a hype man we love it um but yeah until next time everybody hashtag mama papa claus hashtag, hashtag mama, papa claus drop kid yeah. kedwin yes uh see you next time bye bye